Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium, baby. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. Let me tell you. (laughs) Welcome to this New Moon in Aries episode. My mouth is already watering because... This new moon, literally, literally, what a fucking time to be alive. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Uh, Not only are we starting this week off um, the 20th of March, 2023 with Equinox, but then the 21st, we're going to have this new moon in Aries. And then the 23rd, we have... um, We have Pluto entering in Aquarius, but then we also, at the end of the week, we're rounding off the week with Mars entering into Cancer, fucking finally. This is a week to really pay attention and to really align with the disciplines, your manifestations, and I'm going to tell you how. Don't you fucking worry about it. I'm going to tell you how. If you haven't already, make sure you check out the week 12 episode of my podcast. Um, We're having three episodes this week, so this is two of three. And um, we will also be doing a Pluto and Aquarius, entering Aquarius episode. So check out that, or not even check out, like, shit, I'm still taking notes. Look out for that. Um... Without further ado, let's get it. So, I've recently acquired a whole bunch of new subscribers, followers, listeners, whatever you want to call it. And I am learning, um, for one, that I do need to slow down a little bit because I talk like a mad fucking person every now and again and I'm also learning that we need to go back to the fundamentals or I need to mention at least the fundamentals when we are talking about certain things so in this new moon in Aries what the fuck is a new moon even Uh, we know that it is a lunar phase obviously when the moon is located between the earth and the sun uh, with the side of the moon facing the earth in darkness um from earth a new moon appears as a dark circle in the sky since the illuminated side of the moon is facing away from us new moons mark new beginnings um simply because it's the new lunar cycle it's starting a new lunar cycle we know the lunar we know that the lunar cycle is 25 excuse me 29.5 days 
29 and a half days, right? Which also matches our menstrual cycles. We'll get into that in another episode. Um, and during this time is when we see the moon go through its phases from uh, waxing uh, to full moon waning back to new moon, you know, not in that specific order or if you want. I mean, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> And then we know, like, in our spiritual practices, um, it's seen as a fresh start. It's seen as planting our seeds for the future. Um, it's a time to set intentions, to focus on our new goals, take actions towards achieving them. Many people use the new moon to plant, again, seeds to achieve our goals Meditating by meditating, journaling, uh, or even engaging in kind of reflective practices that go back to what we released on that full moon toward the end of our last cycle right or excuse me the middle of our last cycle um great time for clarity intentions manifesting okay so that's what a new moon is um we're breaking it we're breaking it all the way down so then what is aries right and why is this new moon in aries so important i'm gonna fucking tell you Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. Symbolizes the ram. Uh, it is a cardinal fire sign, which means that it is associated again with the beginning or the new and has active, dynamic, enthusiastic, go-getter energy, right? Uh, we see people that are typically born under the sign of Aries, under the sun sign of Aries, um, as assertive, uh, very independent, courageous, even natural leaders. Um, they have um, a strong sense of self-motivation, you could even say. Uh, there's also some Aries on that other side that are impulsive, passionate, adventurous, and they, dr they thrive on challenges and excitement um confident enthusiastic um you know on the downside they can be very impulsive and impatient prone to anger and frustration they can be very stubborn um overly competitive um aries is also represented by the planet mars this is important and I will get into that, but please remember why I'm saying this. There is a transit this week that is taking place that a lot of, I, I know you hear me flipping through my pages and my notes. <laughs> There's a lot of um, transits going on with Mars this week that a lot of uh, people, creators are not talking about that is very important when it comes to this full this new moon in aries okay um okay <laughs> so then i want to go into the planet mars stick with me stick with me um we know that um mars is like in charge of our self-defense or our action uh, mars is a warrior who fights back when they're like fights back right like if you're attacked like mars is like bitch what consider like wherever your mars placement is it's like that's your own little personal swat team i guess you could say mars 
energy makes you brave and courageous and daring. Um, also, depending on your placement in your chart, it also is like how you how you act and how you act on your own behalf um, and how uh, you can facilitate the concern within yourself. Um, not even considering size, strength, ability of whoever or whatever you're going up against, right? Um, some of the phrases that go along with it is like, seeing red, I'm all fired up. Uh, <laughs> um, sometimes uh, Mars can be very violent, um, accident prone and cruel on the flip side of that because we talk about the neutrality here at Witch Bitch Tarot. Um, but all in all, Mars pursues, um, kind of showing you how to do things, how to take charge through situations. It's a very headstrong planet, right? Like, very headstrong, right? Um, some even say Mars is the god of war. Okay, so now we got all the pieces to the puzzle. I hope you guys stuck with me. Now let's talk about the new moon in Aries, putting it all together. Um, so not only do we have the new moon in Aries um, following the day after Equinox or Astera. So, um, you know, it's time for spring cleaning, shedding that old energy. Um, if you have not necessarily been aligned with the Gregarian calendar, this is the new year, right? Um, it's time to take charge of your life, assert that independence, assert that dominance. Um, with this new moon in Aries, we, we talk about new beginnings, our confidence, our passion, our self-care, our action. Um, Aries is confident and assertive. So this new moon is excellent for working with your self-confidence, using this energy to step outside of your comfort zone and take risks. When we talk about passion, um, Aries is also very passionate and fiery sign, duh. So this new moon can bring intense feelings and emotions. Hold on to that, hold on to that. Feelings and emotions. Um, this is great to fuel our creativity, um, passion projects, even our relationships, okay? When we talk about self-care, it is essential for us to practice self-care, self-maintenance, whatever that sounds like, looks like to you to take care of yourself during this time reestablishing those boundaries or setting healthy boundaries, prioritizing activities that help you recharge and help you relax. There's a difference between being selfish, selfful, and selfless. Then when we talk about the action. <laughs> the energy of this new moon is all about taking action. Don't be afraid to take those steps that you're not typically used to taking or going after what you're typically not used to going after. There's so much energy that is supporting it. I'm getting excited. Let me calm down. All in all, trust your instinct and believe in yourself for fuck's sake. That's just the general consensus. So now when we get into the actual chart, of this moon 
I'm trying to stay calm. And I don't know if you guys can hear me. I listened to my last episode, my weekly episode, and I could hear myself salivating on the microphone. (laughs) So I'm trying to stay calm. This new moon is zero degrees Aries. If you have been trying to master reset your life, this is literally, literally the master reset. It is the truest to be formed master reset. We're talking about zero degrees. The zodiac or the astrological constellation start at zero degrees, right? It starts in Aries, but every sign starts at zero degrees. Every constellation will start into at zero degrees because we break it down into the deacons or the decans, however you say it. Zero degrees is where it's lit. It's like you can't hit from the outside of the club if you can't even get in. This is the master fucking reset. This is why every astrologer person you follow that's into astrology is telling you this is the day. Now, mind you, this is something that I want to bring up. And um, one of the people that um, I follow, um, shout out to you, Orline Astrology. Also, make sure you guys head over to Orline Shop, where right now uh, they're doing a BOGO. So you get a buy one, get one free. Not only do you get a buy one, get one free, if you head over to OrlineShop.com, type in the code WITCHBITCH, W-I-T-C-H-B-I-T-C-H, you'll get an additional 10% off. So not only are you going to get buy one, go on free on your calendars, planners, astrology guides, but you're also going to get an additional 10% off. Shameless plug. But um, Alina also reminded me, and I was like, let me write this down in my fucking notes. Yes, it's a day. It's a a point in time where we don't want to miss this master reset. But like, bitch, as soon as you start, it's not going to happen right away. (laughs) Like um, in the way that she put it, it's like, yes, spring starts on the 20th today. I'm recording this on the 20th. Yes, spring starts today. But like mm, the grass is not green. The trees have not bloomed. It takes time for it to progressively right to progress into this new beginning. So just because you're manifesting on this new moon, confirmation burp or you're bringing toward you on this new moon don't expect it to happen the next day just because it is um the new moon and the energy is amplified will it happen the next day maybe shit i don't know but be aware that it takes time it takes patience okay if you're taking charge of your life like it it takes time right so keep that in mind getting back to these transits these are transits and aspects that stood out to me and some of them uh a a lot of others are speaking about but there's one in particular that um a lot of folks aren't speaking about a few in particular and those are the ones that i um would also like to amplify and bring to the forefront 
During this new moon at zero degrees Aries, again, my ad, remember all of the things that we talked about before uh, ahead of this po- ahead of this point in the podcast, right? You have to take into consideration all 13 minutes or so that I was just talking, okay? The education we just received. Um, support, support, support is all around you during this new beginning some of the transits that um i like to point out one in particular um that's right around this new moon it's about five days out but i think that we need to take it into consideration very very heavy um is mars entering into cancer finally okay that's one another one is mars is squaring off with neptune that's another one another one is the sun is squaring off with mars okay then we have um the moon sextiling with pluto okay and then we have chiron conjunct with jupiter okay okay um i have a a newfound astrology mate and i she's she's on it like i'm on it because i be on it and I was like, am I tripping? Am I not reading? You know, am I not reading this right? And it, is it, or is it just because like, you know, I, I'm seeing it different and my perspective's different. She was like, no, everybody's just on this hype with Pluto entering Aquarius and the new moon and equinox. So a lot of these are, um, I think they're notable. Go do your own research, bitch. But this is what I found. <laughs> First one that I'd like to talk about. Talk about. Talk. Huh? <laughs> First one I'd like to talk about. Is the moon sextiling with Pluto. Or it's sextiles with Pluto. Okay. We know when we hear sextile, it's activating. We also know that Pluto is about to enter into Aquarius. So, before, while Pluto is still in Capricorn, before it's entering in Aquarius, because it still has a little bit of that energy, the moon, which is our emotions, right? It's, um, you know, our emotions, not just our emotions, but it's also um, how we express. It's a good place to um, gain clarity um it's about our feelings our moods right and we know that pluto is that transformative planet um also about change and upheaval we know that pluto is also represented by scorpio scorpio is the death card so we know it's about those new beginnings as well okay calm down Kristen. so pluto is activating the moon okay so it's amplifying this new start. Our emotions are going to be higher than ever. Okay. Don't forget that Aries is ruled by Mars. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep dropping these so we can continue to connect the dots. Okay. So that's a sidebar. Our emotions are going to be amplified due to this activation through Pluto. It's amplifying our new start. Our emotions are higher, right? 
Um, it's going to give us an evolved approach when it comes to our emotions. An evolved approach when it comes to the various things that we are doing, that we are bringing toward us. This is also why when we go back and look at our New Year's resolutions, we might it's going to give us that jump that we needed, that kickstart. Let the energy flow. You're going to feel this emotional pull. I'm begging you. Let that energy flow. Don't react. Just feel. I'm begging you. And you know, bitch, I don't beg. And I'm saying this based off the other transits that are taking place. We have these cultural expectations that... We have to start new. This is my New Year's resolution. I have to start it today. This is the resolution. This is my new start. We got to go, go, go. Get, get, get. Phase into that shit. Let it be evolutionary. Okay? That's the first transit I want to get into. Touched on it a little bit. Second one is that Chiron conjuncting with Jupiter. Okay. We know that these are working together. The wounded warrior, right, is, um, is working with jupiter our great benefactor our abundance our growth so our wounded warrior is working with our abundance and our growth right but also our expansion because a lot of people associate our jupiter with our abundance and our growth right that's the only thing that we people really talk about but it's also about expansive jupiter is a fucking expansive ass planet i'm trying to whisper so i can stay calm so with this conjunction it's also going to trigger the insecurities that are going on around not just um self but when it comes to your job when it comes to your goals when it comes to everything a lot of our insecurities are going to be triggered let the fucking energy flow address those insecurities stop them in their tracks but all in all let the energy flow let me tell you why because not only remember mars aries is ruled by mars we also have a squaring of the sun and mars we could feel friction 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 because our ego is going to be hypersensitive hypersensitive okay you're going to feel empowered to assert your dominance that's fine that's great but draw it back to you assert your dominance on your damn self on your goals your resolutions, your new start, your shedding of the old energy. Don't let your ego get you fucked up around this new moon. This is why it is important for us to be aware of these other transits that others are not talking about. And I don't get it. I don't get it. This is why this week is so big. There's so much shit going on. Also, take a look at like where your placements are in your house. I mean, excuse me, in your chart so you can better adjust what I'm saying to your chart and how it can better help you, okay? This is just generally speaking, all right? I, I will say that. I will say that, like, calmly and a little bit sweeter. 
Okay, oh, back to this voice, back to this register. <clears throat> Don't let your ego get you fucked up. It's like, you know what it's like to me with all of these transits? It's like, you got tickets to the Beyonce concert and nobody could go except for the friend that always causes problems. And it's like, damn. I'm I'm ready. I'm prepared for this fucking Beyonce concert and I'm about to tear it up, renaissance it down. But oh, I don't know if it's going to be good because so and so is going to cause a scene. That's the same energy. Y'all got the tickets. Y'all got the tickets. Don't let that person ruin the show for you. That is your ego. Going on to the next transit. This is another one. I told myself, I literally told myself before I recorded this, I was like, do not holler into this microphone. Educate and express, but do not yell because you're excited and you want other people to get excited and understand. I had a pep talk and that's why I keep going back to it because I'm reminding myself I need to calm the fuck down, okay? Because <laughs> this is big, it's major. And this is only in reverence to the new moon, okay? Now y'all wait, I'm really gonna try not to holler for this Pluto entering into Aquarius episode, okay? So then we have Mars. Not only is it squaring off with the sun, but it's also squaring off with Neptune. Why is this important? Neptune is the planet of illusion or dreams, right? Um, but we're going to go heavy on the illusion for this transit with Mars, with it squaring off, okay? This, this right here is going to bring the confusion. And it's going to have you wanting to walk away with your tail between your legs okay it's going to be causing confusion and making you want to walk away with your tail between your legs don't let that happen get clear sorry sorry get clear on the actions that you need to take understand the emotions that are ensuing when this confusion is brought about you cannot do not escape do not run clean up that area understand it feel it this is about we're talking about feelings this is a very um emotional or emotion driven new moon and it's a very powerful and it's very abundant but do not dilute this energy because your ego got you fucked up. This, this, um, I mean, segue, small commercial break. This goes back. This right here goes back to when Saturn entered Pisces. It's now in Pisces and we set those emotional boundaries. 
what does that look like now and are you applying and holding yourself accountable to those disciplines and boundaries that you set when Saturn entered into Pisces? This transit alone could take you back months, years of all of this emotional work and development that you put into yourself. Understand it and don't let it don't let it get you fucked up okay um then lastly this is one of those this transit is the one that like i'm really like why is nobody fucking talking about this why is nobody talking about this mars entering into cancer it's been in gemini so um for a while we've felt that nagging tug and pull that just fuck ass energy um you know, constantly wanting to bicker, constantly wanting to, um, excuse me, constantly wanting to have our point seen versus the other point seen, other person's point seen without necessarily understanding what the other person is saying. So it's been, it's been causing a lot of those, um, argumentative energies and, um, you could see it in your relationship. You could see it at work, um, even with self. So final fucking finally, we see Mars entering into cancer. Is it any better? Not really, but you're not going to get that fucking argumentative energy. But it's going to be very emotional. And we're going to start feeling that energy when Pluto is entering into Aquarius. Right? We're going to start feeling that energy. Um, we could have this crybaby baby energy. Or we could even feel the need to emotionally manipulate not just others, but ourselves. Ground yourself ground yourself in this week's episode we talked about the various crystals right one of the crystals shout out to crystal pisces studio she gave us the crystals for the week for our week 12 episode but one of the crystals that i think would really help especially with this transit um with mars entering into cancer is bloodstone okay it is a grounding stone that can help bring balance and stability to your energy during the time of changes and transitions. It can also help increase your endurance, make um, making it a great choice when we're talking about boosting our physical, emotional, mental stamina. Fucking important. Fucking important. Okay. Don't allow yourself to emotionally manipulate yourself and others out of these new opportunities, out of these new, um, out of these manifestations, right? Do you need what you're asking for emotionally or is it a part of your manipulation that you may not have realized because again that other transit your ego is gonna get you fucked up right all in all if i could put this in well i don't know if i could do 25 words or less i think that'll be a little bit challenging 
Um, I don't necessarily believe that it's possible. Let's do 50 words or less for the week and all. Well, for this new meeting and all. During this new moon, ensure that you are aligning with amplifying your new start. Even when your emotions are running high and you may feel the need to emotionally manipulate yourself or others. Be empowered by your boundaries and your disciplines that you set and do not allow confusion from your ego to allow yourself to escape or miss out on opportunities or manifestations you are bringing toward you. I don't know how many words that was, but I think I did a good job. To wrap it up, you guys know it wouldn't be witch bitch tarot if we didn't talk about tarot. So somebody was like, "Why do you say tarot so many different ways?" And I'm just like, "Fucking mind your business. I just say it. I just say it. I go with the flow. Tarot, tarot. I do not say tarot because we are not a carrot. But tarot or tarot, tarot, tarot. Do what you want. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, um." I actually have two cards for this new moon, astrologically speaking, um, on the placements. This new moon, um, if it was one card based off of where it is in the sky, it would be the two of wands, okay? But we can't talk about the new moon in Aries without talking about the card, the emperor, right? The emperor, literally representing Aries. So, um, I'm going to get into the two of wands first, since that is astrologically what this new moon represents. Um, this is from the writer Waith tried and true. Um, you know, when we get down to the just general energy, I always am going to use that writer Waith. Um, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. I'm um, so the description of a, the card, a well-dressed man, possibly a Lord, looks over the battlement of his home or castle towards the sea he holds a staff in his left hand while in his right hand he holds a globe he literally holds the world in his hand on the battlements there is a cross formed by red roses and white lilies meaning purity of thought and passion with aspiration the elemental cross signifies a balance between thought and desire in his life. The man contemplates his globe with a sad expression. Is he disappointed with his possessions? Question mark. Does he desire more? Question mark. The staff is fixed to the battlements with an iron ring as if it was used to carry a flag. But there is not one. Perhaps the man is waiting for news for return of his merchant ships from a voyage. Okay. And that, 
that was uh, what, what they said about the card. Now let's get into the divinatory meanings. Upright, courage, embarking on new endeavors, physical wealth, fortune, desire, aspirations, restlessness, patience is required. Alternatively, illness, sadness, desperation. Um, you have all that you need materially wealth money and status unless you continue to set goals for yourself you will easily fall into sadness or depression you must push yourself continually but at the same time be careful to set the right goals for yourself your goals should include spiritual advancement not merely wealth and money duh your situation requires patience mm. Your status gives you the ability to influence others. Be careful how you use it. Mm. On the reverse. Wonderment, surprise, trouble, emotions, fear or loss, and restlessness. So either way, this two of wands represents restlessness. It's something to think about. You are easily impressed by the image of wealth, power, and status projected by others. But do not always perceive the turmoil beneath it. If you are wealthy yourself, you are continually afraid of losing your wealth. Giving into the fear, the fears can make you insecure and doubtful of yourself. What may have started well is now turned against you in an unexpected way. If in a... What? If the reading is for a young woman, you may expect trivial disappointment. My, my, my. I just like choked. <laughs> yeah, I just cut that out. I was choking. Then we get into the emperor, right? Seated upon his throne is a sage man clothed in lavish robes and armor. His white beard and flowing hair indicates a man of mature years, wise in all worldly matters, and filled with knowledge and experience. To use a modern expression, he has been there, done that, and he got the t-shirt. Mm? He is a material figure. The ram's horns on his throne indicates the zodiac sign Aries, ruled by the planet Mars. In his right hand, the emperor holds the Egyptian symbol of life, the crux ansata, the ankh or the cross of life. The ankh is sacred to Isis and to all goddesses associated with life. The ankh in his right hand indicates the emperor controls his world through, the fe through this feminine symbol. We talked about this in week 12. In his left hand, the emperor holds the orb of balance and the balance, what? The orb to balance spirit and matter. This shows that the emperor uses love and harmony. The orb represents dominion over his subjects. The orb resolves severity and mercy, bow and ebb, love and strength, yin and yang, and perfect harmony. The emperor's armor indicates that he is in battle for righteous cause if necessary. Behind him lies barren mountains, the wasteland, which he must sometimes 
traverse. The river, the river of life flows gently behind his throne, which we know starts at the feet of the high priestess, and goes both oh, and starts both from the high priestess and the empress card. Let me stop adding my two cents before I finish reading. Uh, <laughs> he is the patriarchal divine force, the green man, the horned god, Thor, Ares, Mars, the Lord of Thunder. Divinatory meaning: upright. Masculine power, leadership, authority, benevolence, stability, protection, realization, a great person. If this card appears in a reading, it can represent dedication and discipline to the task ahead or victory over strife. If you could also it could also represent an older, very stable person who can assist the quarant bringing leadership guidance and courage to the situation the emperor also indicates energy to strive for better ways in life it is a good card for people beginning further education as the emperor symbolizes the ability to strengthen mental activity this card also heralds the result of decisive action as well as strong masculine libido dictatorship oppression powerlessness immaturity injured due to another's actions or fraud if the emperor is in reverse it indicates loss of control over a situation or yourself do not enter into a battle you will be hurt in the long run Stop being immature and do not be afraid to step on your own. Do step out on your own. Do not become tied to your parents. It is time to leave the nest. If you have an issue to settle with either parent or sibling, settle them in a calm, authoritative manner without losing your temper. If you lose your temper, you will bring out the God of war within yourself. Be aware of someone attempting to defraud or cheat you of what is rightfully yours, particularly if it is your birthright, whether it be money or land. Read all legal documents very carefully. <laughs> the Emperor. Something to take into consideration. Um, a question that I propose, and I talked about it again in the week 12. I'm not going to stop fucking plugging my week 12 episode. Um, we talked about spring. And is spring actually feminine or masculine? Right? And the emperor, even uh, when we talk about the artwork or the art depiction of the emperor, it um, it, it does. It represents both. Um, Anywho. I, I really, I really am hoping, and I'm going to use that word hope, um, that you use this information for your betterment, for your expansion, for your growth, for the abundance that you are calling and bringing forth to you, okay? Um, as you guys know, um... Uh, 
I couldn't do this without you and I wouldn't want to. Uh, make sure you head over to widgetbitchtarot.com so you can see everything that I have to offer and check out all of the links in the description box below. Um, if you do want to join part of the crowdfunding, make sure you click that donation link in the description box. If you love these episodes that I'm giving to you, um, okay, thank you, appreciate you. <laughs> um... Without further ado, hoes will be hoes, bitches will be bitches, but you never really know when it comes to witches, which bitch is which, and no, I do not sell owls, so stop asking. <laughs>